All right, welcome to the Chaz Palmateri Show. We are back. You know what Monday means? Every Monday at 11 o'clock on Twitter, Spotify, Google, Apple, YouTube. Right, John? Everything. We got John the Wand back there. We call him John the Wand because he's the magic man. He makes things happen. And uh, John the Wand. So, John... We got a lot of stuff to talk about today, but first, I have to tell you about my show. If you want to come and see the one-man show, please, folks, I hate to say this, but I love to say it, and that is, if you saw the movie, you saw the musical, the thing that was before, Sandy Blue Eyes is here. He just walked into the thing. Give me, Sandy, bring me that thing. We're going to have an episode with Sandy Blue Eyes coming really soon. All right, and we're going to bring this. Thank you, Sandy. You're welcome. All right, but... Um, you can put those shirts over there. And here's what we're going to do. Okay? We're going to talk about, quickly, my dates. If you've seen the movie and you saw the musical, you have to see the one-man show. Go online, chazpalmentary.net, and you'll see where I'll be. The big show coming up, my first show next year. I took, I took uh, the holidays off. Uh, December off, January off, except for January 29th. I am going to be at the Paramount Paramount Theater in Huntington. This is a great place, folks. This, this is, I think, my 10th time there. This is a great theater. And we are going to film it. That's right. Am I right, John? Special taping. Special taping. That's Sunday, January 29th. Okay, 7.30 show. You want to be part of history? You got to be there, Pope folks. Just make sure you got your laughing gear on, okay? Because we're going to have some fun. That's the Paramount Theater in Huntington. We love it. The Doyle brothers do a great time, uh, great, great job. If you've never been to the theater, and I'm not saying because I'm there a lot, go see the acts there. They have the foundation room where you go down on the bottom they have the Al Capone room. They got these incredible rooms. Great place to have drinks, dinner, great food. It's just a great experience. Seriously, the Paramount Theater in Huntington. Okay, that's January 29th. Now, okay, next after that, March 1st. March 1st, uh, next year, 8 o'clock, Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, my God. I'm going to be in Little Rock, Arkansas with Sandy Blue Eyes. If that's not my cousin Vinny, I don't know what is. We're going to have a great time. I'm going to be doing my one-man show at the University of Arkansas, Pulaski Center. That's right, the Pulaski Center at the University of Arkansas. That's March 1st, 2023, 8 o'clock show. For tickets, go to chazpalmentary.net. And then March Third, guess where I'm going to be after, Sandy, guess where we're we're going to be after Arkansas? We're going to San Antonio, Texas. Shut my mouth and call me Chaz. All right? That's March 3rd, next year, at the Umpire Theater, 8 o'clock show, San Antonio, Texas. All right? I'm telling you, it's going to be uh, great, great. So we'll talk about the other shows coming up soon. But right now, I want to tell you so many. Oh, if you want to go to my site, chazpalmentary.net, don't forget, 
Christmas is coming. The saddest thing in life is wasted talent. This is a great gift for a child or for somebody you really want to uh, inspire for Christmas. You could pick this up at my site. We have uh, the photos you could pick up, which are great. Or if you don't, if you don't want the card, if you want to get the photos, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And of course, on my site, naives can't leave. <clears throat> Who would ever think? You know, I wrote that in a script. 30-something years ago, and people are still telling me, now you just can't leave. I don't know. This is crazy. Also, the original poster, Vintage poster, uh, from the original show. So, also, we have shout-outs, or you want to talk with me for an hour, personally, one-to-one, -one, about the business, about acting, auditioning. Go on that site. Everything is there. So now, let's get back to what I said. Remember... I talked about people who died in the past. I, you, know, you know the thing I always say, we all died three times. One, when the breath leaves your body. Two, when your soul leaves your body. And three is when your name is mentioned for the last time on earth. <clears throat> so, and I just said, you know, I just thought about it. I said, look, if you want your person's name mentioned, someone you love or someone that did something and means a lot to you, or someone who changed your life, whether it be a parent, an uncle, an aunt, a friend, a brother, a sister, and they passed on, let's mention their name. And this thing, John, did this explode or what? We got a ton of comments. A ton of compliments. And, I mean, we actually, John, who is it? Your friend, right? Your, your My cousin. Your cousin, let's say his name again. What's his name? So George Valdez, that was my uncle. Yes. You mentioned him last episode. Right. When that episode aired, my cousin, who that was his father, called me up crying hysterically, wow. saying what a great thing it was because you were one of his favorite actors and you mentioned his name. Wow. Well, you know what? It's a simple little thing to do and look what it does. Uh, you know, it brings so much joy in, in people's you know hearts so if you have a, a friend or a relative chas palmentary show at gmail.com say then you know tell me a little story about him i can't tell the whole stories because i would be here forever folks but i'll mention their name and say a little something and uh, i think uh, it'll be a good thing and i will do it at the end of the episodes at the end of the episodes i will mention Three or four people's names, okay? So let's talk about people who pass. You know, why is it when people pass on, you only remember the good things about them? I can never understand that. I mean, I've been to, like, funerals where I know the person was a piece of shit, personally. You know what I mean, John? I mean, a bad guy. And not necessarily, he wasn't just like, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, wise guys. I'm talking about just a person. You know, they were bad guys. But when you go to the thing, they always say the same thing. Ah, he was good at this. Ah, he was a good provider. He was a good. I, I guess you do that. I mean, 
I mean, you really got to be a piece of shit if people are at your wake and they're talking bad about you. George Carlin has a good bit about that. He says, um, when everybody dies, they say, oh, he's looking down on us now. He's like, what about the people who go, oh, you ever think, oh, they're looking up at us now? They're looking up at us now. Yeah, what about those people? <laughs> That's a good bit. I like that. Well, George Carlin was, he was a wordsmith, man. I mean, this guy was, you know. <clears throat> I mean, do you imagine if there really is? I mean, look, I, I, I'm, I'm a Catholic, do I go to church every Sunday? No. I, I try. Do I pray a lot? Yes. But the thing that really pisses me off about death, I'll tell you what it is, is that nobody could tell us what it is, what it's like. Was it, no, you know, people go, well, there's a whole a, a group of people where they died and came back. And they say there was a, a white light and they were going down a thing. I don't know. I want to speak to somebody who's like been dead a while, not just for a minute. Like I want somebody like um, like Houdini, you know, the great magician coming back and telling me, uh, hey, well, this is what happened. When you go here, you, I mean, I want to hear what it's really like. I mean, I, I don't, I'm going off on this thing here because... It's like people are fascinated with that. They're fascinated, and I think it's okay because I think we should remember people who passed on. And I think, I love saying my father's name, Lorenzo Palminteri. My mother's name, Rose Palminteri. My in-laws, uh, Rose Renato and Jerry Renato. Those are my in-laws, great people, you know? And I mention their names because they should be mentioned. They were great people. Nobody's life should be forgotten. So that's why I think this thing really exploded, John. You yeah, know? it's crazy how many comments we got and how many people telling stories and mentioning their loved ones' names. It's just unbelievable. Yes, because I, I think hearing their name on a podcast, so just hearing their name anywhere. Uh, and it meant a lot to me, especially your uncle, because you said I was one of his favorite actors and his movie, he loved the movie. Yep. You know? So uh, so that was really nice. You know, maybe, maybe you know what, we should, we should go into, yeah, who is this guy? Let, let, let's just do a couple right now. Yeah. Oh, wow. What is this? I was listening. Uh, Andrew Richmond. Yeah. This, oh, listen to this. Andrew Richmond. I was a pallbearer last Thursday in Buffalo at my uncle's funeral. And my mother, Linda Masters, originally masked on me. Oh, I, I, I'm so bad at uh, Monaco. Ma, ma, Monaco. I'm so bad. I'm sorry, my dyslexia. Oh, oh, Sicilians. All right. Wow, he's telling a little story. He's just He was a Paul Bearer just six days ago. And that was, wow. Wow, that that's, that's pretty amazing. Andrew Richmond at his Uncle Tom's thing. Our favorite movie growing up is A Bronx Tale. I grew up with the real-life family of, an, of, an act, of, of the actor, Frank Capra. The Capra, oh, the Capra who played Collegio in your screenplay, Life Story. 
He took his father to the one-man show 10 years ago at Harris Casino. His uncle was old school, man. His uncle was old school. So, uh, Andy, I hope you're happy about we mentioned uh, the name of your uncle. Wow, and my, and my condolences, my friend. My deepest condolences. Uh, here, let's see. Let's see who else we got here. We died three times in life. Yes, that's right. Silvio Molina. Oh, Silvio Molina just sent me an email. And uh, in respect and kindness is my husband, Daniel Silvera. Sylvia, Daniel Silvera, we got his name on tape, baby. So he died six years ago from cancer. He was an exceptional human being. He used to love and help others. Sylvia Molina, my condolences to you, dear. And uh, you wrote this incredible long email. I would love to do it all, but it just says he was a stand-up guy and it was a big loss that left, left great memories. That's, all that t that's what you want, right? You just want great memories. That's important. The great memories is like um, everything. Now, who is this? Cupcake love. Happy Thanksgiving? Oh, honey, you don't have... Oh, well, uh, listen. Oh, you, let, you did send a... Let's see what she said. I think she's remembering her dad. My dad passed away in October, and I saw your podcast. My dad was old-school Italian-American. He grew up in South Philly. Loved South Philly. I live in a house I grew up in and definitely changed. But, you know, you guys, you got to mention the name of your dad. You know what I mean? You, you, you guys talk about him, but you got to say his name. You know, um, I mean, it's important that you that you say his name. Cupcake Love, her father passed away, and uh, we send our condolences to her. Uh, you know, people they get so emotional with this, John. But they, they you got to go. My, you got to start off your email was my dad, whatever his name is, passed away. My mom, say the name out loud. So I can say the name at the beginning of the email, folks. And tell us a little bit about them, too. Yeah, like a quick little thing. A quick little thing. Something that they like to keep their memory alive. Keep the memory alive. Okay, here, this is Brad Weisberger. I would like to mention Michael Harold McKnight on your show. Michael Howard, Harold McKnight. He's my grandfather, World War II veteran who enlisted in the United States Navy at age 17. He was handy with tools. He would make his own bricks and his own furniture. Wow. But she used to upholster. Wow. This guy was... He died at 52 when I was nine, he says. I hope you could say something about him on the show. And I did. Brad Weisberger. Well, Michael Harold McKnight... You are being remembered, my friend. And um, I think that's uh, a nice thing, you know. Never be forgotten. Who's this? Andrew 
Sinemo. I hope that's right, Andrew. My grandparents were the best. Jack and Nancy Sinemo and Antonio and Mary Capitello. Capitello. They have all passed, but they made a huge impact on the family and should never be forgotten. Jack was a Marine in World War II. Antonio was the same in the Army and the Air Force. But these, these are really great people. These are great people, and, and, and we got to remember them, folks. I mean, please, if you have someone that you really care about, show at gmail.com. I mean, John, uh, I don't know. I get a good feeling about when we do this, you know? I do, too. It's, it's really nice. And I'm also curious, you mentioned it before, if people can email in these questions about some of their near-death experiences and or maybe a time where they thought that they were dead, and then they could tell us a story about how they felt about it. I think, wow, I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, I mean, those near-death experiences were, I mean, I remember um, almost 30 years ago. I'll tell you a quick story. I remember 30 years ago, and um, I was at the top of my game, you know, doing really well, making a ton of money, and uh, I, I got a massage. I think I told this story, but I'll do it quickly. I got a massage, and somebody felt a little lump in my neck, and I went to the doctor right away. And here I was on top of just about to start a movie, and it ended up, to make a long story short, they found a tumor on my neck, and I, got, I had throat cancer. <clears throat> never smoked, never drank. But I was in a lot of clubs back then, bouncing and singing, so they said it came from that, probably. Anyway... I, had, I got operated on, this is almost 30 years ago, and it was a very aggressive cancer. Thank God they, kept, they caught it really soon. And I remember when I got out of, uh, up, they put me in ICU, and um, my friend was there, and my friend uh, Joe was there with my other friend Stephen, because my wife, they gave my wife a break. My wife was with me 24 hours. She just happened to walk outside and take, get something to eat. And they were with me. And uh, my friend Joe kept, his mother just passed away th four weeks be before I was in the hospital. And every day he was crying, every day. It was really sad. And then finally I was laying there in bed. I just got out. And I remember I was like half dreaming, half up, something like that. And the whole room turned white. And this woman stepped out of a cloud, like, and she had these half granny glasses on. And it was Joe's mother, because I met her once before, but without the glasses. And I said, uh, and she said, Chaz, please tell my son to stop crying for me every day. I want peace. I want to go and by him keep crying he's making me stay but I can't leave him I want him to be happy tell him it's okay I'm fine I'll never forget that and then she turned her head to leave then she put her head back and she said oh and by the way you'll be okay that was it and I woke up and they looked at me and they said you okay what happened to you and I went and I told them what I just saw, and I told Joe, and he started crying, and Stephen was crying. And I 
Left the hospital only three days later. I could talk normal. And I was, never came back to cancer. And that was 30 years ago. And I never forgot that story. So I don't know where I went with that one. But uh, if anybody has a, has a, a near-death experience, tell us about it. It's interesting. They say before people die, they start hallucinating and seeing other people who are already dead. And that's like one of the symptoms of death is coming, is that you hallucinate and see people. That's why you hear stories all the time, like um, old people talking to their mothers who have passed away 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. Well, thank God I didn't die. (laughs) No, I know. But it's just crazy that you said that because uh, I hear stories about that all the time. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe you know you're going and you want to see that person. or That's not, what I mean. That's the beauty of, of beauty. What kind of name is that? That's the beauty of death. It's like, I, I, you know, if you really knew that you were going to see the people that passed on, that wouldn't be so bad. It's almost like a welcoming yeah, it's like you you go into a big cloud and you see, hey, there's my mom. Dad, what's going on? How's it been? You know, it, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, so those people always feel a sense of euphoria when they see these people. And then they're known to pass away a few hours, a few days later after that. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean. Yeah, that's a fact. I, I've heard so many stories, read so many stories. Wow. Wow. But I'm curious, like, was there ever a point in time when you had this cancer where you didn't think you were going to make it? When that happened to yeah. me? No. I'm curious to other people who just know that they have limited time left. Like, what do you do with that limited time? How do you deal with it? Are you happy? Are you upset? Do you plan a whole extravaganza? Well, I mean, most people, I, I'm pretty sure, are upset, John, but I don't know. I mean, I hate to be a downer on this podcast. I don't want it to be a downer. This should be this should be an up thing. In fact, this should be like, hey man, we're not going to be here forever. So use the time that you have, like right now, right now. Think about something you always wanted to do, always wanted to go, and go do it. And please tell the people you love you love them. You know, get it out of your system. Get it. Say something to someone you love. Everybody thinks, you know, you know, when you're 20, you think you're going to be here forever. You know, shit, I was 30. I thought I was going to be here forever. I didn't start thinking about that till I think in my 40s. I was such a child, you know. Um, but, I mean, now that I'm older and I, I'm on the other side of the hill, you know, I, I, I think about it a lot. And I think about things that I have to do. And it motivates me to do things that I've always wanted to do. You know, who's George Bernard Bernard Shaw say that? Youth is wasted on the young? Probably. Do you imagine if you had the same motivation when you were 17 as you had when you were like 40? I mean, come on, guys. You know? So if you're listening to this, get out there. Get out there and do something. All these young kids out there, you know, I have a lot of young boys who listen to my show in high school and college. Do the best you can. These are years that you can't get back. Saddest thing in life is wasted talent, guys. You know? So do the best you can. And, and don't try to, like, 
you know, it's so easy to waste time. You know how easy it is if you want to be a failure? It's very simple. Just don't do anything. You have to do nothing. Want to be a failure? Don't do anything. You want to do something with your life? You got to do something. Somebody said, the, um, was it Marcus Aurelius, that you got to have a routine. People with a, without a routine waste their life. And boy, is that true. You got to have a routine. You got to get up in the morning from the, know what you're going to do. If you don't have a routine, your life is like haphazard. It's like, it's like a motorboat in the ocean without a rudder. It's got a big engine, but it doesn't have a rudder. And if you don't have a rudder, you're just, you know, going all over the place. Wake up in the morning, work out, have your, have your breakfast, do your chores. Who was that Navy, cap, that Navy Admiral said, the first thing you do when you wake up is make your bed. He said that. <clears throat> a simple task of getting the corners right, making your bed. And that's your first task of the day, and you feel like you completed something. You know? You feel like you really completed something. And I think that's good. And if you came home and you had a bad day, he said, you go back to sleep to a nice made bed. <laughs> I mean, I... It's that simple, man. So I think one of the more motivational things that I've heard as a younger guy is in 20, 30 years, when you look back on yourself now, would you be proud of yourself? Would you say that you gave everything that you had? And that's what I think of every day when I'm working, when I'm getting up. It's just when I look back, when my future self looks back at me now, am I going to be proud of myself? And right now, yes, I am. And I'm assuming the same with you with your career. If you look back at your career 20, 30 years ago, I'm sure you're proud of it. I'm very proud of it. But I always think I could have worked harder and could have wrote more stuff. I've written other movies, but I, I always think I'm, I could do more, and I'm, well, I'm writing now again. But you always think you could do more. I do, anyway. I'm always, uh, uh, you know, you know, I'm always saying, let's do, before we, let's do another one here. Who's this? Nicholas Vincent. Nicholas Vincent. Uh, hi, Chaz. Hope all is well. It's Nikki's red son, Nicholas. Is Nikki red? Have his, Nikki's red son, Nicholas, yeah. right? Yeah. We're having, uh, what is this? We're having a 20th high school reunion on Saturday, November 26th. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Nicholas, but I got this late. If you would like to do a short cameo video for the class, please let me know if you're interested. Dad sends his regards to you and Sandy Blue Eyes. Nikki Red. Nikki Red's the best. Nikki Red's the best. Well, Nicholas Vincent, I'm sorry, but I just got this email. But I'll give you a shout out to your class. Uh, and I hope, uh, well, you should be listening to this episode because you're graduating. Do the right thing. Work hard. And the world is yours. Okay? Nicholas Vincent. Nikki Red. You raised a good kid here, all right? So uh, how are we doing with time here? And I think we're going to end it there. That's, that was a quick, a quick show, but we're going to be doing everybody's name. Send me Chaz Palminteri show at gmail.com. Send me your stories. Send me the people that passed away. This was the first one. I think we're going to, at the end of each episode, 
we're going to do three or four people because there's no way we could devote a whole episode to all of it because it would be too long and um, we have more stories to tell. But thank you for coming. Don't forget to go to my site, chazpalmetary.net. Don't forget the Paramount Theater in Huntington, January 29th, 7.30. Go there. We're filming. It's going to be a great show. God bless you all, and I'll see you next week.